Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. to the star companion we're back we're back and i'm zach and i'm david and we're the internet's premier star trek fan podcast and uh as every as every good podcaster knows (laughs) you gotta apologize right at the top for your uh prior behavior (laughs) and uh we at least i'll speak for myself you know we're sorry we weren't uh we weren't there for you in the middle of the quarantine yeah we're sorry i think I think we're officially back on a consistent basis. And if we're not... Then you'll get apologized to yeah. in a few episodes. You know, it'll happen again. Maybe not. Hopefully not. We're shooting for not this time. Yeah. But uh, what do we do here, David? Well, um, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I see. <laughs> and I think what you mean by this and that is we review Star Trek episodes, Stardate by Stardate. Yes. And uh, right exactly now, what I meant. we're at the end of season three. For those of you that haven't... Of. Oh, of Enterprise. For those of you that have uh, only been watching with us and not going <laughs> beyond, we're finally going to get to the end of season three here <laughs> pretty pretty quickly. Um, I always think, like, if someone were to come back and listen to these, you know, in, like, a few years, it's going to sound really weird because, like, every two episodes we're like, hey, we're sorry. We're back. And it's like, well, I just listened to the last episode, weird. like, five minutes ago. These guys really must have been uploading on an inconsistent base- basis. Yeah. And their behavior must have been very bad. Yeah. Bad boys. Almost irreparable harm. Just oh. a couple of bad bad boys of the universe. What's going on? I'd like to, uh, off the top, thank our Patreon members. Do it. Um, because we also got a a new one. Um, that's, that's And by one, he means subscriber. One subscriber. Uh, <laughs> I should have I planned this better. You'd think, I, you'd think one of these days I would. Yeah. Um, but so we review Star Trek episode by episode. Kelly W. Kelly W. Thanks for being a subscriber. Kelly, Kelly Dubs. What up? 
<laughs> what, what up, up girl what up girl um you know and we uh i just want to thank you for being a subscriber and on the topic of patreon subscribers i finally got a copy of reanimator <laughs> nice so that's coming years later yeah 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 years later year and a half later John Kiniston, our first uh, Patreon <laughs> wonder if he's still listening. I hope you're still listening. Uh, anyway, so thank you for listening. Thanks for being here. You can catch us on all major podcasting platforms. You can send us an email at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. Uh, we still actually do have stickers. I don't know if I have it sitting around here for yeah. David to show. We got a shit ton of stickers, yo. Um, and because of the quarantine, we haven't been able to go out to bars and plaster them all over bathroom stalls and stuff it's true cover up glory holes why would you cover up the glory (laughs) holes that way when the penis pokes through it's like a surprise like oh star companion penis oh you know on the topic of star companion commercialize (laughs) that that kind of reminds me of a particular episode Mm -hmm. do you know which one i'm talking about vaguely it's in like season, was it season two? No, I think season it was one? season one. Okay. Late, mid to late. Between, it's in season one. Between one to 23. Uh-huh. Right? It's called Voxala. Oh, yeah. That's a one. good one. You may have seen it. That one. Um. Anyway. Yeah. I uh, I also want to give a shout out to our boy Trent. What's up, Trent? Oh, yeah. Troy. What I is I it, think is it's it Troy, Troy. Okay. dude. He's the nicest guy on the he planet. Really is. And, and uh, uh, we let him down every week. And uh, <laughs> Troy, we didn't hear this. Send us an email. Yeah. Troy, we uh, we love you, man, and we miss you, and we hope you're doing all right. Yeah, and we th- hope you survived the fires and now out of the fire and into the quarantine, as they say. Uh huh. Um, and thanks for your uh, your emails and yes. Um, and your kind words, we we do appreciate you and everyone else. And before we start the episode, I also have a little bit of house cleaning. Oh, another apology? No, no. I can last. I believe last episode or two episodes ago, we asked uh, our humble uh, subscribers, mm. listeners, if they would be willing to help us out. Well, turns out we don't need your help. Thanks, guys. Anyways, we found <laughs> we found someone to help us out. The uh, the videos will be going up here shortly. I have about 10 or 15 right now that are completely edited and ready to be uploaded. I just don't, I don't have the time. Uh, if you ever uploaded, or if, if you have ever uploaded to YouTube, you know that it takes hours. And you have to sit there and you have to watch it just in case something pops up. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you got some, maybe you went on some sites that you shouldn't have, shouldn't have. Does that happen previ- a lot to you? Has it? Does it? <laughs> Has it ever happened? Uh, but as you know, it, it just takes a, a long time. But we we did find that person. Um, thank you for everybody who who applied. Um, but your services are not needed at this moment. In the future, we may need your services for something else. True. Stay tuned. And thanks for reaching out and saying you could. Yeah. I don't know what services we'll need them for, but I just want to keep it like that's like me being like almost like a radio guy, kind of like teasing. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So coming back next, the answer to David's tease. Yeah. Was that good? Mm hmm. Did I? Wait, hi. Wow. It's going to be a long play. (laughs) When are you going to pay that off? I guess we'll we'll never know. I guess we'll never know. Until we do. That's a good tease. (laughs) That's a really good tease is when it doesn't pay off. (laughs) Um, uh, Anyway, in other news, um, yes, we're back. We plan on being back. Thank you to everybody. 
You can subscribe on all major podcasting platforms, as previously stated. Um, we're already six minutes into this apology and house cleaning. <laughs> um, I guess we can get into it. Yeah. So we're on Star Trek Enterprise Season 3, Ep 22, The Council. The Council. And there is, in fact, a star date. Well, look at that. We come back, there's star dates. Uh, 0212215.4. Yes, sir. Um, it's a Tuesday, I believe. Oh, is Our it? next episode happens on a Tuesday. So this would be a Monday? Yes. How much would you and bet? Possibly on, Saturday and on, Sunday. On your, how sure are you? What, what kind of odds would you give on that one? Mm, I'll, bet, I'll bet you a sticker. I accept that bet. I'm hurting for sports. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> I meant our stickers. Oh. So in this episode, um, <laughs> we return to... The uh, the the debacle in the uh, expanse, debacle. Ah, debacle. Debacle in the expanse. Thanks uh, for that. Last, I think it was last episode of the episode previous. Uh, a wispy, otherworldly time person came through and said, oh, "Zindi, you got to get this done. The humans are coming for us." Blah blah blah. And oh yeah, and the reptilians were like, "Yes, okay." And they licked their eyes and what. I, I have a, grab some flies out of the. I have a line later. Um, hatch, hatch some eggs. Uh, maybe it's in the next episode. But my, my biggest takeaway from this episode mm-hmm. is these filthy reptilians. For all their talk about wanting to be in power and powerful and and uh, the number one Zindi, there's some real fucking bootlickers. Yeah, they are for some individuals. Yeah, you know, kind of like. Uh, all the shitty Americans out there. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh-huh. I'm sitting right next to one. <laughs> Whoa. Yep. I, uh, I stand for... Well, never mind. Anyway, so what happened in this episode? <laughs> um, well, at the beginning of, of the episode, there's a dramatic argument between the aliens. You know they're from the future because it's white and they don't look at each other. Yeah. That's really weird. They speak in a void. With yeah. only the tops of their bodies, and they go, "Humanity's the problem." Okay. Looking straight forward, I can just see someone like on like a dolly spinning them around, you know, and just like just face forward and, and have an argument about space and stuff. They don't give them a, a script; they just make timelines are sensitive. Take definitive action, okay? <laughs> um, and then it opens up into and Flox is mm-hmm. is uh. Scan into Paul, and he goes, I'm not detecting any trillium in your system. <laughs> As if he goes, ha junkie. Weaning yourself off of it, eh? I've got off a headache. Sauce. I didn't know Vulcans got headaches. I'm needed. Quit prying, you little snoop-a-loop. Okay? I'm allowed to come to the doctor when I want. There's his space hippo laws. He does kind of come in and just like, what's going on? It's like, yeah. this is kind of my private... Have you been following her? What? You fucking creep. He's a little snoop-a-loop. And you hurt your arm? Doing what, exactly? Yeah. Degra seems reasonable. <laughs> if you remember, Doc, my people died, not yours. <laughs> my people. That's Trip, right? Uh, no, that was Flox. Oh, okay. Well, that was Trip to Flox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, Enterprise is being escorted to the Zindi, one of the Zindi planets, and I guess Trip... To Paul, or no, to Paul, Reed, and 
the that driver. one that one helmsman guy. Yeah. Um, and a Mako. And a Mako. And the Mako, before he gets on there, mm-hmm. Reed goes to him and he goes, hey, sailor, you interested in joining us? <laughs> and he goes, always ready to stretch my legs if you catch my drift. Does he say that? He does say he's always ready to stretch his legs. Oh, okay. And there's this very weird homoerotic uh, undertone with Reed and any Mako. (laughs) Yeah, Reed really wants to fuck, like, all the Makos. But just the guy ones. He doesn't want to fuck. He's kind of intimidated by the girl ones a Mm -hmm. little bit. Yeah, no, he totally is. That's kind of his MO, I've noticed, is, like, he pretends to be this this interspatial. Coxman. Yeah, yeah, Coxman. But he's not. But he's not. He kind of gets shamed a little bit. Yeah, and he gets yeah. super broed out with simp. the Makos. Oh. He's a simp. That's common terminology. Yeah. Talk about dating it. Cuck. Okay. And, um, <laughs> uh, at... Well, he, he says, does your... He, when he's asking the, the Mako if he wants to come along, he says, does your EV training, does did that include combat training? And the guy says, yes, sir. <laughs> Um, so they're going on their way to steal some DVDs from the sphere. They are, and they're uh, the other rest of the crew is on their way with Degra to go to the 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 meeting place of the Zindi. And Dad's planning with Degra in his ready room and ducking under the beams again. Just fucking, it, <laughs> it, it sh- that shit bugs, dude. It bugs so much. It's like, can no one? I don't know. We've 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 touched on it before. Uh, Degra says, "Hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't be too uh, shouldn't be too confident about that about this meeting coming up. This oh. is going to be a rough room." And Dad says, "I can handle a tough room." And it's like, okay, a weird flex, Dad, but okay. Yeah, and the tough room he talks about is he goes, "I've stood before a Klingon tribunal," and Degra goes, "What's a Klingon? Oh yeah, I know what a Klingon is, <laughs> but this is definitely different." Yeah, you know that one manatee. Well, she's hard to convince. Yeah. Okay, that I'm telling you right now. Dagger starts listing off reasons why the various races are difficult to to uh, mm-hmm. convince. It's all very convoluted, and uh, uh, the insectoids don't like if you wear boots. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The manatees. Uh, th- there's actually a saying about the aquatics. <laughs> it's uh, if you give an aquatic a fish, right? Yeah. He'll uh, catch it in his mouth and do a backflip <laughs> for you. And go, <laughs> How funny would that be if like, the humanoid ones are like training him to jump out of water and like clap their fucking minutes in um, I love the notion that uh, the reptilians sleep in front of heat lamps. I do too. So hey, David. And, and I think... I don't know if, if we learn the name of the reptilians, uh, the leader, but his name is Dolem. Yeah, Lieutenant and Commander Allegedly, Dolem. he had a gimp grandson, which means he's a failure as a reptile man. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> he poisoned true. him and killed him. Gangster. But Dagger's trying to kind of lay... Yeah. lay I mean, it. as a father, uh, you can see how that would be hard to do business with someone like that. Yeah, it would be. It happens a lot for me. I mean, I'm not a father, but I... I I can definitely put myself in those space shoes. D- Degra is essentially laying the scene for Archer. He says, "These are the these are the scoundrels. You're gonna have to. This is the Legion of Doom that you're gonna be pleading your case to, Bucko. So get ready. It ain't gonna be a walk in the park." Do you think it's sexual when Commander Dolem says, "I'll see you in the council chamber"? Yes. When he's being heated mm-hmm. under his lamps. Under yeah. his lamps. How much extra energy do you think they have to fucking supply? A lot. You know, if there's how many, like, do they all have a heating chamber in their rooms? They must. What is that? Yeah. What? 
What? I mean, I get that they have like. Why not? These people aren't related. Okay. Yeah. I know they all say they're Zindi. They're not. Mm -mm, they're not. They're all completely different. They are species. Yeah. They speak different languages. They look different. And the best part about it, the differences between all of the languages is, is all of them translate pretty well mm -hmm. um, into uh, English, as we've heard, except for the aquatics and the bugs, mm -hmm. which makes no goddamn sense. If we can, so what the implication here is, is that the arboreals and the human ones, mm -hmm. that they can speak English. Right, right. And that the other, the other two can't. They're different. They're really different. different. Yeah. But the lizards are okay. Which makes sense because, you know, in in Earth's prior history, the lizards actually infiltrated the government. Oh, and yeah. Occupied occupied yeah. spaces of power before the the eugenics war. On the topic of power and eugenics wars, yeah. um, and loosely insectoids, how how good's your insectoid these days? Little shop talk, you know. Um, <laughs> so. I imagine, by the way, that hanging out under heat lamps is like the equivalent of having like a cup of coffee in the morning. You know what I mean? Like you got to shit afterwards because that's what gets your metabolism going. He's just got a shit bucket. Yeah. Under the heating table. Yeah. <laughs> if it eats up too much, it just leaks out. He's got out. like a bedpan underneath. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. Um, so they're at this, they're at this meeting and at, at a certain point, mm -hmm. one of them says, according to our archaeologists, well, hold on, jump, jump, do they up. have archaeologists? <laughs> are they not like Zindiologists? At, at what point are we choosing words that translate perfectly? That's inclusive funny. of sciences. Zindologists. Archaic. Sorry, I, I jumped Arch it. I jumped in. Well, archaeology, it's archaic, right? Mm -hmm. it, okay. I, I just, guess it's not human related, right? Because if it was like primateology, it would be like zindology. But my point here is, is they're saying yeah. archaeology as if that should translate perfectly. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe they have like a zindi, like Indiana Jones and stuff. Zindiana Jones? <laughs> Zindiana <laughs> You're right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm picking yeah. my, my my biggest point here is the guardians. They're colonizers. They are. And you know, you missed. You kind of jumped. I know. You jumped a couple steps ahead here, pal. Do you remember the scene where they're walking into the into the council chambers? Dad and Hoshi. Mm -hmm. They're having a little uh, conversation. Dad says, uh, "Feels like I'm being called to the to the principal's office." Mm -hmm. I did, I did remember that. I was hoping yeah. you were going to bring this up. Yeah. And it's like, are you like fucking, are you Opie from like the Andy Griffith show? Like, <laughs> I just don't understand. There's a complete mismatch with the gravity of the situation and mm -hmm. dad's attempt at lightening the situation. And it's like, dude, you could be dead in like two minutes. With a ridiculous anecdote about yeah. that one time. And then Hoshi gave the clue to David on who he needs to be in order to score Hoshi. And what is it, Dave? A bad boy. You need to be a bad boy. I've done some bad things in my life. David's a bad boy. I ran a stop sign once. What? Bet you gotta you. cut that out, dude. Bet your ass. <laughs> you bet your <laughs> ass. Uh, Hoshi, on the other hand, has never been to the principal's office, which, uh, goody two-shoes ass. Naturally. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that the, uh, who are they? The... Don't look at my notes. The guild, 
the council. The council. They're controlled by who? The the guardians. The guardians. The, sh- yeah, the, they're, they're the sphere builders. The colonizers. That's right. And uh, <laughs> they're androgynous as fuck. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they really are. Um, so they're all talking about. It's going back and forth, you know. The trend doesn't to, go good. It doesn't go good, you know. There's a lot of you attacked my ship. This is not relevant. Your judgment is clouded. We haven't arrived at a decision yet. I'll take the ring to Mordor. <laughs> it's a lot like that. Dad's Frodo just in the middle, like I'll take it, you know. Set a course. Mm-hmm. Exhaust vent. So that doesn't go too good. Dad heads no. back to the uh, thing. No, it doesn't go too good. Uh, to Paul. Is the thing that he heads back to the Enterprise? <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't very descriptive, was it? <laughs> to Paul, Reed, the Mako, and the, uh, the, the, guy? the guy who pilots yeah, the ship? Yeah, that's right. I don't think he's got a they, named, they un- unnamed ensign. S- they make it into a sphere, mm-hmm. and the sphere, I guess, has some sort of memory core in there that they need to retrieve. Well, and- it, it's for sure DVDs that they're retrieving. <laughs> yeah. There's even a DVD symbol at a certain point. It's an old school uh, hard drive. Literally. <laughs> and on their yeah, on their way in, you can't see the uh, the exhaust vent that DePaul's talking about. That's true. And she just cold tells him, you know, keep going, mm-hmm. maintain course. And they go, are you sure about this? And she says, hold your course, enter the sphere's butthole. And then the Enterprise says, Luke, you've turned off your targeting computer. I heard that. Yeah. Okay, I thought yeah. that was just me. And I think Luke was maybe the guy who was flying the ship. I'm unclear on yeah. who that person maybe flying he was the, the ship is. Maybe he was the Mako. Yeah. I think I've seen him before. He doesn't have very many lines other than to uh, not do what he says. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is that? Some sort of hologram? What? And so they go through a hologram. They get into the center to grab the DVDs. Mm-hmm. Hey, Trav. Or, I mean, uh, ship driver. Looks stoic. I'm detecting movement. And Trav says, oh, I can't I can't find it. I can't find it. And then all of a sudden he finds it and he says, hey, it's in the upper left quadrant. It's like they're in a sphere. There is no left. Furthermore. Right? Am I, am no, I crazy right. here? This, I wanted to bring this up with you. I don't think you're crazy. Okay. In a sphere, there's no corners. Not to mention that the thing they can't see mm-hmm. is probably 60 feet long. Yeah, with like a it's like a giant robotic arm. Mm-hmm. How could you not see that if nothing else was moving in there? Yeah, uh, open your eyes, Reed. Open them, <laughs> and to get the love that you deserve. <laughs> so this little claw comes down. I don't know what that was about, but yeah, open them up. Uh, the claw comes down, and it goes. And I cannot let you take that DVD, Hal. Bleep blorp. He grabs. Uh, Grabs the Mako. His name is Hawkins. Oh, yeah. Grabs him like one of those prize things in like an arcade. The crane game, yeah. Yeah, the crane game. And it fucking kills. He, he, gets, uh, he gets smoked. He gets he gets smoked. Literally dematerialized. So much for that uh, zero <laughs> that zero Z, uh, G uh, combat uh, training, hey? <laughs> oh. Sorry, that took me a minute to Reed get didn't, out. Reed didn't want him there for the combat training. No. Just they, something pretty to look at. They get out. They make it out with the DVDs. Mm-hmm. Um, the only next question in the next episode is, do they have a DVD player? That is, yeah, that's a good question. They might have to jury, jury rig one. That's why people come to the Star Companion for the, those hard hitting questions. Big brains. <laughs> Big takes. 
default. Grab those DVDs fast. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up. They just fucking vaporized Hawkins. An Adam Sandler <laughs> three pack. <laughs> um, back at the council, they go. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile, they're back at the council, and um, they show a recreation, uh, a holographic recreation of they do the sphere builder that Enterprise came in contact with. They do. And uh, they're like, how do we know this isn't a fabrication? Which sounded a lot like... <laughs> and uh, Dagra goes, humans don't have the technology. And then Dad puts on the smuggest fucking look I've ever seen and looks over at the reptiles. And he goes, tell me, is this your hero? Is this your guardian? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you overact that with that face? They don't have the technology. Mm, see? We Dad, don't? That's <laughs> like, I cooked that goose. <laughs> um, yeah, hilarious. it's so stupid, dude. So, Zipal, grab I mean, those DVDs fast. Zipal, grab those DVDs fast. How'd they miss that moving clamp, dude? And then yeah. it just disintegrates <laughs> Hawkins. There goes another butt buddy of Reed's. Goodbye. God, um, they uh, yeah. So the the second council meeting doesn't go too good either. Um, it essentially sounds like it's decided, but it's really not. No, it is not decided. The reptilians are like, yeah, yeah, no, no problem. That's cool. That's yeah, no problem. We'll we'll sign on to that. Yeah, no, no more death of the humans. And no one goes, isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Why did they change their minds? <laughs> they couldn't be up to something. <laughs> We must take some nuts of wood. <laughs> so everybody, so everybody's uh, kind of, uh, everybody's kind of relieved, right? And Dagger's kind of hanging back in his office working on some enterprise plans. And well, Dolem comes in. And I'm like, uh oh, he's gonna die. Yeah. And the reptile regales him with the story. He says, I never really liked this old, uh, this old avi avian base that we have up in these hills. He says, you know, rep reptilians prefer to be near the ground. You know, preferably hot concrete where I can do like those weird push ups <laughs> and stuff. Lizards do do those weird push ups. Let's <laughs> zoom in. <laughs> it's just anthropomorphizing <laughs> fucking alien lizards. And uh, <laughs> Dolem stabs Degra predictably, and he says, I'm going to kill you and your whole family, boy. I'll get your little dog, too, Degra. You watch out. And he com commits uh, Zindicide. Whoa. Yeah. Did that just come off the top? It does, yeah. You had that You had that in your mind right, right. If you, right as you heard it? Yep. That's great. It yeah, Zindicide. That's a good line. And uh, they s steal the weapon, the reptilians and the insectoids. They make a, make a plan. Whoa. And they steal the weapon and they launch it and uh Fuck. You know. Then what? Uh Degra's friends and Enterprise chases after him and a big what? battle happens. A cool space battle. Really cool, dope space battle. It was such a sick space battle that it got nominated for an Emmy mm -hmm. and then they lost. Really? To the next episode. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, quite literally. Wow. The next episode countdown is the one they won the Emmy for. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a really nice uh, space battle. The it next, actually looked cool. Next episode is dope too. Yeah, but uh, you know, so they they eventually they get away predictably, and uh, before they do, uh oh, they steal my darling, my baby, my honey. <laughs> oh, she. They steal her. They took her, dude. They took her. They took my baby, and uh, 
I'm not. I'm not okay. I'm pretty Uh-oh. fucking far from are okay. You, are you on the? Are you peeved? I'm peeved. I'm pretty. I'm like I said. I'm pretty fucking far from okay. This and is concerning to me now. Archer's goose is cooked. He got hoodwinked. Wow. He got bamboozled. You're telling me that there were two geese cooked mm-hmm. this episode? First of all, Dad cooked a goose. Now his goose is cooked. There's a lot of cooking. Of Question: geese. If he cooked a goose and then his goose got cooked, is mm-hmm. that not the same goose? And that's why people come here to the Star Companion for these hard-hitting questions. If you enjoyed commentary like that, before we get there, oh yeah, I'm so I've got a couple more things. That old Vulcan, Vulcan axiom. Uh, well, sure, that's fun. Yeah, but no, the world's <laughs> world's ending, betrayals and refutations. Mm-hmm. We're gonna end the episode and cut to flocks, who's just feeding his starfish. Yep. And uh, after that, more Reed being guilt-ridden. Yep, you can feel he's, you can tell he's heard about Hawkins talking to the Mako guy. That it's yeah. like, dude, just fucking get to it make over it Mako daddy. Yeah, and uh, you know he goes, well, what happened to Hawkins? And he goes, Hawkins died an honor death, <laughs> and uh, Reed should have totally been cast as a Klingon before Klingons were. He should have not hostile, um, but yeah, as David was just saying, if you enjoyed that kind of content, feel free to uh, send us an email. At the Star Companion at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, yes. Head over to c- patreon.com slash the Star Companion. Send us a buck or two if you like that. Yeah. We do have stickers. Stickers on the line, folks. And uh, all you have to do to uh, get a sticker is provide us all of your personal information. Yeah. Mother's maiden name, mm-hmm. bank accounts. Which we will... We will organize. And, we out. And we yeah, we'll we collate. We outsource collate. <laughs> we outsource the collation process to uh, this friendly guy over in uh, Princes. Yeah, Ethiopia um, from Africa. Yeah, he's a real guy. He's a real nice guy. He yeah, uh, he's so nice to us. He's a prince, but his name is Tom. <laughs> Surprise. MySpace Tom? No. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Might be. Well, maybe Tom's living over there these days. Who knows? I, I wonder what Tom does on a daily basis. You know, he he figured out a way to... Uh, I've I, recently read this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You follow the same Instagram I do. <laughs> we get the same news from we the do. same places. We do. Uh, anyway, they, uh, we're back. We're sorry. And we'll see you next episode. And we really, really love you. I love you the most. <laughs> Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.